right, what's up, everybody? My name's Tyler Dunn with Dunn Deal Investments, LLC, where the deal is already done. Now, we're going live right now. It's about 6.42 p.m. on a Monday, and uh, I dressed a little bit differently today. I tried to, uh, let me see if I can fix this. kind of looks a little crooked. But uh, I tried to, to dress out a little bit differently today. Let me plug this in real quick. So this way, I don't have to worry about this later. Let me just plug in the computer. All right, so <clears throat> we're live. Now, uh, what we're going to talk about today is uh, two – we're not going to have a charity right now. I'm just trying to figure out the next move with that since I, uh, you know, I did like a fundraiser and then I have to create another one. So I don't know if I want to do the same exact fundraiser, like the same charity or if I want to switch up the charity. Um, so I'm still – you know, got a lot of things going on right now throughout this week. And I'm just trying to constantly just keep giving, uh, you know, updating my schedule, keep putting more things on there. What's up, babe? So I'm trying to constantly, uh, you know, I'm not, the charity part right now is not my, I don't have my full, uh, like, mind onto the charity part right now. But I'm really just trying to get the, you know, keep it consistent Monday and Wednesday. Try to get it at 6.30. I tried my best today to get it at 6.30. I, I think I'm, like, about, like, 10 maybe 11 minutes behind uh or late technically because uh, i went to get gas and then like it coral springs yo like with gas with anything especially rush hour it's it's torture down here so it ended up taking me like 30 maybe 40 minutes to get down to the gas station and then at the gas station people are extremely slow i i think it's a society uh society issue but like people down here in coral springs are like zombies they they don't move like they stay, they, they take their sweet ass time. I, I don't know what it is. I think it's, I honestly believe it's a societal issue, but in Coral Springs, like, like these people just don't care. Like cut you off. They, they you know, there's not, it's just, there's an, a major issue here with like the people around here, but uh, you know, what are you going to do? I can't change people. <laughs> so I tried to get here as soon as I could. I actually don't even have a cue card. I only have a cue card for this. And since I, since I was behind and I really want to get these at 6.30, um, I actually just, I don't even have a cue card right now to like go over the, the you know, what I want to go over each element on this, on these live streams. So bear with me if I, I mess up on the direction that I'm going in. But um, what I'm going to do is we're going to talk about two topics, uh, which, you know, we always have the topics here. What's up, Jake? Uh, so the two topics we're going to talk about is uh, having confidence and then reflecting on yourself every single day, which is, is, you know, I basically try to do that every single day is reflect, uh, I try to reflect on myself. So sweet. All right. So the thing that I wanted to get into, and then we'll probably talk about Dundee investments and then I'll probably end it. Uh, but update you real quick before we get into the topics. I actually met, uh, one of my, uh, it's one of my close friends, Riker, and what I was doing with uh, one of his friends, he just gave me a random call. He's like, hey, go call this kid. This kid uh, is basically selling – he didn't really tell me what he was selling. He's like, hey, I just talked to him about yourself or whatever. And um, he ended up – I ended up calling this kid named Danny, which I'm actually going to meet after the, the live stream at like 8. So he, what he does is he goes and sells for this company, World Ventures. And it's, it's more of like traveling. Like I actually – I've actually worked for this company before. I, I wasn't – you know, to, uh, I didn't like how they, they ran the company, but, um, I, what I decided to do with him is I'll send him people because whether, you know, whether you like world ventures or, or not, 
Uh, they're the number one company that's leading in traveling. So if you're anyone that likes to travel, you your family likes to travel, friends, uh, reach out to me and I can I can get you deals on traveling. So that's something, you know, I, I told them what I would do is basically start trying to, uh, you know, if I used one of the products or whatever and I ran into someone, I would send and sell sell them on the product and send, send them over to him so that way he could, you know, better assist those people and then just get a uh, – I get commission off the, the sale or whatever. But um, so I, that's what I'm meeting with him after this It's like, I'm going to go and he's going to walk me through the steps of the product with the, which it's like traveling. And then they also have this smart card now, which I guess is getting a lot more popular. When I first started the smart card I had, and it was like in beta testing and it, it didn't work that well. Um, I'm assuming now it's been like a year since I've actually uh, worked with someone like that. So I'm assuming now, the the card works a lot better but you know he's gonna have to walk me through the card process and all that stuff but once i get everything you know maybe i'll start promoting it a little bit on um on these live streams but um that's just something i wanted to update people on is like yeah i just met with um you know another opportunity that i'm trying to uh put put under wraps but so what we're going to do right now is we'll talk about the two subjects we're going to done deal investments and then we'll close out i don't have a cue card so bear with me if i uh I'm trying to, you know, get through it smooth. Uh, so the first topic we're going to talk about is having confidence. Now, this one is a massive skill that everyone should have is having confidence. Right now, I have confidence talking to, uh, you know, my computer and, and the phone right now, and I'm live streaming to other people. So you're going to want confidence no matter what you're doing, especially if you're going to sell, especially if you're going to try to, like, change an element in something, uh, you want to go and get a job interview, you need confidence to go and get that job. Um, you want to travel, you're going to have to have confidence to go into territories that you've never ever experienced before in your whole entire life. And you're going to have to have the confidence to navigate to where you want to go. Uh, let's see, you want to go to Italy and Italy, you know, you don't you know nothing about it. It's a new territory for you. You're going to have to have confidence to try to get you to point A to point B, to C, D, E, and then all the way back home to the United States, right? If you don't have confidence, you're not going to be able to talk to random strangers. Uh, you're not going to be able to get what you want out of life. So confidence is one of the key elements to dominating anything you want to do in life. And that's something where uh, it, it's basically something that takes time. And you could be the most confident person. And if you went into a new element like for instance like I'm working with click funnels right now right and I haven't I haven't produced a funnel yet but I'm going through the videos and going through some of the videos there's a lot of information so it is intimidating for me at some points to uh, to basically get uh, to get involved in click funnels like once we start doing clients and I'm kind of forced to start going and uh, making the actual live funnels for clients I'm not, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. It's going to be a little bit intimidating. I'm, I'm probably not going to be, um, I, I, it's going to feel uncomfortable. I'm not going to really know what I'm doing. Probably the first couple of funnels because like, I'll know the, the elements and what I should be doing, but um, it's not going to be a smooth transition. It's going to be very rough. It's going to be hard because I've, I've never built the funnels before. Right. So the point I'm trying to make is you could be the most confident person and you could be put in a situation where, you know, you're not, you're not that confident, but you know, the confident people are going to 
are going to find ways to uh, navigate through the un uh, uncomfortable situations, right? So what you're I'm trying to think if I can give you examples or like even like, uh, I mean, I give examples of myself, but I'm trying to think if I can give you like, uh, like exercises for this, which I, now that I'm thinking, I probably can give you a couple exercises. I'll go into examples for myself because I never used to be like this. I never, you know, you might be watching this. You might be someone totally new. Maybe you even knew me back in high school, middle school, because uh, a lot of the people are probably going to go through this uh, live stream or, or my uh, people that I knew in like middle school and high school and like my past, right? So maybe you knew me at a time where I wasn't very sociable, all right? Because in middle school, I didn't really talk to a lot of people. You know, I had my cliques, you know, you have your cliques, but same with high school, I kind of had my cliques and maybe I would talk to you if you talked to me, but I wouldn't really engage with you. So I, there used to be a time where I was very unsociable, all right? I, I didn't really like talking to people. I kind of wanted to do my own thing. I, I, didn't, I didn't think it was important to go and talk to other people. Uh, once I got out of, out of the high school loop and then I went to college and I got forced into going and finding um, uh, other jobs that basically required me to go out and do it myself, I started realizing how important it was to build confidence. And that's when I started, um, I started kind of going to random people. Like if I was just sitting in a doctor's office, I would challenge myself to talk to the person next to me. And most people will not do that. Most people, you know, they're like, oh yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to talk to this guy. But what I noticed is the more I got more confident with talking and I got more confidence talking to random people, opportunity started presenting itself. And now what I mean by opportunity presenting itself, I meant like, I would go and talk to this person and we'd somehow talk about maybe like done deal investments, let's say. And that guy would be like, oh, I know an investor that'd be great fit for that. His name's Dan. So then he'd give me Dan's contact information. I contact Dan and that's what I mean by opportunity. Um, obviously there's a difference between opportunity presenting itself and then you taking action on the opportunity. But I, you know, I think in a couple, I've, I don't know which episode it was, which uh, episode of the live stream it was, but I've definitely talked about taking action. Like I know for a fact in one of these episodes, I've talked about taking action. That's a whole different topic. But the whole point was uh, you, want, you want to be sociable. Uh, most people are going to tell you that my girlfriend's famous for this line. Um, either they're going to say they're an introvert, meaning like they don't like socializing with other people, or they're going to say I'm very shy. I use the shy, I never use the introverted one. I always use the, um, the shy one where I'm like, you know, I'm just shy. Like I, I don't, I don't like talking to you unless I get to know you. And then once I get comfortable getting to know you, then I start talking to you. And that's how it was for a long time until I started realizing like I wanted to sell. I wanted to like start a business. I wanted to, um, you know, more opportunity when you start talking to random people and, and start presenting your ideas in a clear, precise way. Uh, that's when I, that's where my, it, it's all in your head. It really is. That's why like, I, I do the, the motivational videos. That's why I'm so big into it's all in your head. It's all mental. All right. It's, it's literally all mental up here because you second guess yourself. And that's why you think you're shy. Or, you know, maybe, you know, whoever is watching this video is probably saying, well, I'm shy. I can't do it. This kid's doing in front of this, this live stream. And you can. It, it's, it's, not, it's not really that hard. The hard part is trying to like, the hard, honestly, the hardest part for me was just getting, talking myself into it, talking myself off the ledge, 
basically saying like, what's the worst that's going to happen to you? This guy's just not going to talk to me back, which happens. I'm going to be bluntly honest with you is probably going to happen majority of the time, because especially in Coral Springs and especially down here in South Florida, I like people don't talk to each other. People don't say thank you. Like, like you're welcome. Like people just don't socialize with the next person next to them unless you pull teeth and force them to. Uh, It's not everyone. I've met some incredible people down here, but what I'm trying to say is like, I think it's a societal issue. It's just something where like people are comfortable keeping to themselves rather than talking to the, the person next to them or speaking to a random stranger. We've just been, it's just society is beating it into us where, uh, you know, you shouldn't talk to the stranger, but in reality, the stranger has everything that you want. Now keep that in mind. Now I'm not the one that came up with that. That's something I came from Grant Cardone that, that was passed down to, to my noggin from reading and, and being so interested in Grant Cardone. But strangers have literally everything you want. You want money, a stranger has that. That's what a business does. A business trades values, goods for or a service for money. That's the value that they're receiving back from giving you something, right? So Dundeal Investments is obviously solving a problem and trying to get money back from it because it's a business, right? Dundeal Investments. So same thing with right now. Like I'm talking to you and like I'm selling you on ideas. I'm trying to give you new ideas into your brain. Hopefully we'll, we'll change your, your thinking and give you a better like a better like mind change because it's all mental. It's all, it's all mental. Like I'm telling you, it's straight up mental mentality, attitude and, and, and mentality mental. All right. So um, the point I was, I was trying to make was uh, I, I never was like this. All right. So the people that use the excuse and, I, and my girlfriend gets pissed at me all the time. All right. If she's watching this, she's probably pissed off that I even said it. But she uses the shy phrase and I think it's a load of crap. And because I was that person that used the shy phrase, I was, you know, I said, you know, I'm shy. Like, I don't like talking to people unless I get to know you. And, and now I can literally, if there was someone in front of me, I'd be like, hey, excuse me, sir. Excuse me, ma'am. And start talking to them and just get the conversation going and then try to lead in the next thing. Um, uh, examples that I could, well, I gave you the high school and the middle one. I'm trying to think of another example where it would maybe tie into this. Um, let me think. The The best one I can probably give you is like, um, well, what honestly changed me too was I ended up, my first job I ever got was customer service, which is most people's first job is either customer service, retail, something related to customer service. And because that's normally all you can get because you don't have experience to go and get a career really, like to go and be a doctor or, uh, you know, to, you can't really start a career like you got to build up experience and you got to start somewhere. So most people start as like cashier. That's what I started at. Cashier at uh, the Saveology Iceplex or now it's the Panthers Ice Den. I always get the names mixed because they changed like four times when I was working there. Um, new ownership always bought out the, the ice skating rink. So when I was working there, I was a cashier for the food and beverage. And what happened was it forced me because someone would be in front of me as I'm taking the order and I would physically be forced to talk to the random stranger that just randomly came up or someone that wandered over to the desk uh, or to the the front desk part of it. And I I would be forced to ask him, hey, like, you need help? You looking for an ice rink here? You looking for some food? You need some options? Like, how can I help you? And that was the first time that I ever was forced to talk to random people 
and I tried to help them through uh, situations that they had, right? And I was trying to trade food for money or ideas and solutions for money, right? So that was the first time I ever had to step out of my comfort zone because at first I hated it. And then I started getting used to it. And then the thing with dice skating ring too, which was kind of bad, was it, it cycled the same people over and over. So you got, you got used to the customers. You kind of knew what they wanted. That's the only bad part about the ice skating rink um, was uh, it, you didn't you got new people once in a while, but like it recycled through the same people. So like you didn't really get you didn't get too much exposure to new uh, different types of people. But the cool thing was they had tournaments there and we'd get people that came from out of the country. Basically, like we had a lot of Russians with um, we had like a Russian tournament for hockey. Uh, we'd get like different people from all across the world. So you got – that's what was really cool is you got an experience where you got to talk to people from different countries. And, like, sometimes you had a, um, a hard time understanding what they wanted because either they had, like uh, – they didn't speak fluent English and they, they would call – like, coffee they called, like, Americano all the time. Um, and then there's certain elements you found that these people were speaking uh, what you wanted through, like, the cashiering part. But the whole point is that it, it really it, – when you start working a job, it really forces you to go and start uh, getting out of your comfort zone and you start socializing with more people. So, I mean, anyone can, anyone can tell you that part, uh, anyone that's had a job. Um, but that's kind of what really started me to start getting out of my comfort zone. And then like, you know, obviously I grew up a little bit and I had to start calling like random, I got used to calling random places uh, like Amazon or uh, any, any place like, uh, what do you call it? Like my car. So that's um, Hyundai, the Hyundai dealership. You start getting used to talking to different people. And then you start realizing that is what I was talking with uh, the kid, Danny, that I brought up in the beginning of this is you start realizing that everyone's human. And like, you start, you, you fear like, cause it's different people, different backgrounds, different um, people are, you know, obviously are different and they're not all the same. Uh, so um, that's, that's, that's actually just gave me a thought to write down on my phone that I'll talk about next. But the, the, the fact of the matter is like you kind of second guess yourself and then you don't go into it. So you got to just get through it. Uh, some, some uh, training exercises that I can give you is start whenever you're sitting somewhere, let's say in class, uh, let's say you go to college. So you go, you're maybe you could, you could still be in high school, like any type of school environment, try to talk to the person next to you. Just try Try to talk to the people next to you, like behind you, um, and that'll get you used to talking to other people. Uh, try, uh, if you're on the airplane, try talking to the people, the, the person next to you in the, in the seat. Uh, if you're, anything you're doing, just try to talk to someone new. Like I have this, I have this thing that never leaves me, and I'm like, I have to talk to someone new every single day. It's hard for me because like I have set routines, Right. So that's why I'm doing the thing where I'm trying to meet different people. Right. So I mean, I met the kid Danny yesterday. Uh, I met the Viet the Vietnam war vet, Robert. I, um, you know, I'm constantly trying to, to hit people up that I don't know that well. Maybe I do kind of know him from something. And I don't know him that well, or maybe I do, um, or maybe I have no idea who they are. That's really why I'm trying to meet more people every single day. So 
that's 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 kind of like why I'm doing it. It's just so I don't get comfortable. I'm constantly meeting new people. I'm spreading my, you know, like honestly, like I try to talk about done deal investments, uh, uh, done deal investments LLC a lot, only for the fact that like people ask me what is that, and then I and then I just talk to them about it. And I'm trying to expose people to done deal investments because it's not a well known brand. It's 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 a beginning brand. It's like I'm trying to get it to the point where it's like Nike. But Nike obviously started where I just started with done deal investments, right? They started at a time where like they first started and no one knew what Nike was and there's already shoe companies. So like, you know, you'd say Nike and people would be like, what's that? And you'd be like, oh, it's a shoe company. And then they'd be like, oh, like blah, 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 blah. And you'd be like, yeah. So they were competing against other shoe companies when they first started, right? So the, the point, that's one, that's kind of one, I'm trying to think, uh, Maybe a second one. That's one way. Obviously, I'm trying to think of these on the spot, so it's it's a little challenging to honestly just like kind of give you like things you can do to change that. But if you went on, let's say you went on Google, there's plenty of ways and exercises you can find on Google. Um, the best way is honestly just to get out there and start talking to random people. Like even though it sounds it sounds terrible. Like you're, you're probably like, as soon as I even mention those words, you're probably telling yourself, like, I don't want to do that, but that's exactly why you should do it because your mind's already telling you that I don't want to do that. I'm not that type of person. Like, I don't want to just talk to random people and that's what's screwing you up. It, it, It literally is. And like our society doesn't help with this because they basically neutralize it. They basically say, no, don't talk to strangers. Don't talk to this person. Don't, don't go and do this. Don't solicit. Don't, you know, and that's, that's the real reason I think, um, why we're a lot of like, at least millennials, I don't think our social, obviously not all of them, obviously there's business millennials and stuff like that. But majority of like the issues that we're having is like, people are just texting. People aren't calling anymore. We're on social media. We're just texting, commenting. We don't physically have real conversations anymore just because the technology has advanced and it's, and it's an easy way of just escaping and not having a physical one-on-one conversation. Um, so that's, you know, that's another issue too that we're having. It's just, it's a society issue. But that's one, that's one example that I can give you is just go and talk to random people and it works. Trust me, it works. You might be telling, telling yourself, oh, this kid's fucking crazy. It doesn't work. It, you start doing it enough times and you'll get out of your comfort zone. Even start doing some live streaming where like get in front of a camera. Cause that's really what it comes down to too is like right now, like, I'm not really talking to anyone. Like, I don't even think anyone's on this right now. Like, I don't see anyone on my uh, Instagram live and I don't see anyone on the Facebook live. But someone will eventually hit this. Whether, like, I get no one for the whole entire stream and then it goes on Facebook and then maybe eventually you read it and maybe even a year from now someone's watching this video, right? I still manage to, to come up with the courage to come up live and at least present my ideas and my thoughts. And uh, it takes confidence and courage. Courage is probably another thing we can get into uh, on a different episode, but it, it all comes down to confidence. If I was someone that was going on an interview, would you take the person like myself where they're more confident, they think they know what they're talking about, um, or they have an idea and they're, and they're actually confident enough to present it to you and actually follow through, or would you rather have someone that's very, very quiet and they're not going to like present present themselves and sell themselves to you? I don't think you'd pick the second one. I think you'd pick the first one. The person that's confident and trying to, uh, you know, they're not, they're not as intimidated. Um, but it takes time. It's not easy. Like I, like I told you, like it's, it, 
honestly, to get to this point, and like, I'm not even perfect. Like, I'm not even telling you like I'm perfect human being. And like, I can physically talk to anyone that I, I see, <clears throat> depending on the situation. And there's sometimes where like your my mind still tries to tell me not to talk to someone. And you know, sometimes I don't I don't always talk to the person next to me. Uh, but you know, I challenge myself to do that. Um, I think that will wrap up having confidence. Uh, the next thing I'm going to talk about, which is actually probably, I mean, confidence is probably a lot. Um, con, con, you probably want confidence over reflecting on yourself if I had to take one, but reflecting on yourself every single day, which is the second topic is definitely 110% uh, what you want to do. Now, the reason I say that is because it's very easy for us to just think we're right all the time. And uh, even though I'm coming to you on this live stream and like, um, I'm telling you, uh, you know, my opinions, my views, my thoughts, and I'm presenting them to you in a way where I'm pretty, uh, almost like 110% sure that what I'm talking about is real and, and, and there, you know, you got to take the time every single morning I wake up, I look at myself in the mirror and I, and I tell myself, what do, what do I want to see back in the reflection? That's something a lot of people don't do either is they don't reflect on themselves. They don't, they don't pay attention to what they're doing. They go and drift through life. And then, you know, um, you know, you're probably, you're probably looking at me right now. Cause my girlfriend does this too, where my girlfriend thinks that I never admit when I'm wrong which is farther from the truth than anyone will actually probably believe me on this because like I'm coming on here and I'm confident and I'm telling you like different things. Um, but I'm the first one to admit when I'm wrong, when I'm proven wrong. And that's because I have, I reflect on myself. I, I don't think I'm right all the time. Um, especially if I don't know the topic, like let's say we were talking about space and we were talking about all the planets. We were talking about, um, black holes. I know nothing on black holes, by the way. I just know it's just a, it's some, something with like a time. Um, it's like something with time where like, there's just a, it's a split in time. See, you can tell I, I don't know what I'm talking about when it comes to black holes space. I wouldn't really be able to probably keep up with like someone that really knew space. Uh, but I'm not ashamed to admit to you. I don't know anything about space. I don't have a problem admitting when I'm wrong. It's just that a lot of people think they're right when they're really wrong. And that might sound arrogant, might sound that I'm full of myself, but it's the truth. If people knew what they were talking about, then why is everyone so broke? Why is 76% of people living paycheck to paycheck? Why are so many people going to college and not finding a job? What if, you know what I'm saying? Like if society is where it should be and is, if society is so perfect, why is everything so fucked up? And that's what you should be telling yourself. That's honestly what you should be telling yourself is why if everyone thinks they're right, even experts, I call themselves experts. I don't call myself an expert whatsoever. Um, I don't think anyone's an expert really in anything. I mean, there's people obviously that have way more experience than the next person. Like for instance, like I'd take, if I was thinking about sales people, definitely Grant Cardone, I would consider pretty damn close to an expert. But even I believe Grant Cardone has things to learn. I, I think you never stop growing. I think you never stop developing, but you have to start somewhere. And if that means that you have to start from the bottom, the very bottom and not know much and try to work your way to the top by uh, trying to learn 
and keep growing and growing and growing and being denied. Like I don't have, like I, I'm telling you straight up, like the goals and updates live streams, like I'm trying to get that to a podcast and like it's, it's not even close to being successful. Like if you're watching this right now, this isn't the most successful uh, live stream in the world. Like I don't consider myself near even close to anyone that live streams, but I'm trying to get there, right? Like I'm not scared. Like I'm not, you know, I have the confidence enough to actually like push through it and try to make a better, um, better videos and, and try to get more, you know, get myself more out of my comfort zone and start talking about hard subjects. Uh, Cause these aren't really easy subjects. Like it takes confidence to talk about these subjects to be hundred percent honest with you. Uh, sometimes I say things and I'm like, I'm kind of like, I don't know if people are going to take to that, but I can't, you can't do that. You can't, you can't take back things that you're saying because other people don't want to hear the truth. And that, and I'm very transparent. Like, that's why I wanted to do this stuff. I want to do the live streams. I want to put myself more on uh, social media is because like, I want to be as transparent as I possibly can. That's one, that's one thing that, uh, I, I have to be is transparent. Um, only for the fact that, uh, you know, that's, that's who I am. That's who I, I want to be. I want to be transparent. I want to be honest. I want to be someone that's different from the rest. And most people are being lied to. Most people, uh, especially in politics, uh, people are definitely being lied to 110%. Um, whether you're on the left or the right, doesn't matter to me. I think, you know, I, it, people are definitely being lied to. It's, there's, there's no, there's no way out of that one. Uh, but the, the point of the matter is you want to reflect in yourself and know that you're not always right. But if, if you believe that you're right, and what I mean by that is like, you've done the research, you've looked up things, you've really spent the time and energy to actually go and find a real answer. And like, and it's illogical, you know, it's logical in your mind. Uh, I'd fight for it. But when someone proves you wrong, I would say have a little bit of an open mind that's something that I'm really good at doing is like, I listen to another side. Um, you know, obviously like politics, I'm very, uh, I'm, I'm very Republican far more far right than I don't think I'd ever go left. But the point of the matter is like, I'm open to talking to other people that are Democrats on the left. Uh, it, it doesn't matter to me. Right. It's the first time I've ever like, I, I, like talked about anything related to politics on my viewpoints, but the, the point is, like, I listen to people. Like, I don't care if you have a different opinion or a different viewpoint. I worship that you have a different viewpoint and a different um, idea. The problem that people have is that when they tell me something and I know it's wrong and I'm fighting back with them, they're, um, they think I'm not paying attention and I'm not reflecting on myself and I can't admit when I'm wrong. But it's very far from, like, the truth because – if you know you're right on something, why would you dumb down something just to prove the other person uh, that they're right? And that's something I have, like, I think it's the stupidest thing when it comes to, like, politics. I think it's the stupidest thing when it comes to, like, like life in general when you're arguing about something. Like, some of the stuff I argue with my girlfriend is, like, the stupidest stuff. And I hope she's listening to this right now and, and realizes some of the stuff that, that, that gets brought up, which I think is in, like, probably every relationship. But it really is stupid stuff. Um, you know, there's no, there's no end to it, but you gotta, you gotta reflect on yourself. And what I mean by that is take the, the best example I can give you is like, take time to look at yourself when you're getting ready in the morning 
don't just get ready and then go to work or go to school or whatever you do in the mornings when you're getting ready. Look at yourself in the mirror and start telling yourself, who am I and what do I want to, uh, who do I want to be in the future? Because you can change the future, you can't change your past. And you got to look at yourself in the mirror and you got to tell yourself, who do I want to be uh, in the future? How, how can I change myself? And uh, that's, that's what you have to start doing. And, and it's not, it's not easy. It's very hard because like you're kind of, you're trying to, you're trying to outdo yourself, which, which is extremely hard. Um, I've, I've had issues where I like, I've looked at myself in the mirror and I'm like, all right, I think I'm doing this. And then there's times where I'm like, all right, I didn't do that. And then that I'm really hard on myself, but you got to start taking the time to reflect on yourself. I, I don't think people do this, um, at all. Like I write my goals down in the, the 10X planner, which is Grant Cardone's uh, 10X planner. But I don't even think like that's another way to reflect on yourself is through the goals. You want to write down goals and, and what you want to accomplish throughout your day. But people don't do that. People don't reflect on themselves. People um, say one thing. They normally go against it and do something else. Uh, I've been guilty of that. Not perfect. But you know, at least I have the, the decency to admit when I'm wrong. And I have the decency to kind of like reflect back on a situation where I'm like, all right, like maybe I could have done this differently. And, uh, I don't know. Like, like I said, I don't think I'm perfect. What's up, Allie? What's up? But I, I don't, I don't believe that I'm perfect at all, but you got to learn how to reflect in yourself. And that's something where it just takes time. You have to be willing to do it. And I don't, um, I don't I, like honestly. It's it's really it's it is a hard subject to talk about. Only for the fact that you you really have to try to understand a different viewpoint at different different times. And like the the thing with me too is like, um, the thing with me is like I, I told you obviously like a couple minutes ago. Like I'm I'm more right, so I'm I'm Republican. But my girlfriend is more far left. She's Democrat. So. The point is, like, we obviously come to uh, disagreement on a lot of topics related to politics. It's probably, like, the only time you'll probably actually hear me talking about politics until I eventually go into uh, – uh, until eventually I, I start getting, like, podcasts going and I start going into, like, different shows. But um, the hard part really comes down to is, like, obviously, like, I believe in something and then she believes in something different. So, like, the hard part is to try to listen to both sides and try to work it out the best you can. Um, and that takes a lot of self-reflecting because normally what ends up happening is when you talk about politics, one side normally gets really pissed, uh, or both sides normally get really pissed and you don't come to an agreement on anything because both sides are extremely pissed. They take everything personally, um, or personal. And then it's, it becomes a, it really becomes a, a dirty mess. It really does. And like, I've had, I've had issues when I first uh, started dating my girlfriend where like we, we couldn't, like we couldn't get past even talking about an issue. Now it's a lot better. Like I'll, I'll say something. I don't, you know, she probably will like turn her head and be like, whatever. But now we got to a point where we're coming to more of an agreement, um, on, you know, the different sides parts. But, um, like, like I said, like I talk to people, no matter like the skin color, like I think it's stupid when people, um, either, I just don't I, honestly like I don't I don't believe in some of the stuff that that is being said right now and in, in the news and all that shit. But it doesn't matter to me the skin color. It doesn't matter to me your political views. It doesn't matter to me on um, 
your religion. It, it really doesn't like that. It, like it bothers me when people try to bring that crap, that crap up. Uh, but the point is like, you got to reflect. You just got to, there's, there's really no other way to talk about that. You just got to reflect on yourself. Um, start by looking yourself in the mirror and start, you know, saying, all right, this is who I, this is who I think I am right now. And this is who I want to be. And it starts also I would, with reflecting with yourself, definitely write down goals. Do goals. Uh, the only thing I ever heard in high school and, and school that I thought was actually, um, was actually worth it, I think I heard it some, at some point in elementary school, maybe once in middle school, and I've heard it at least once in high school. And that was the only thing ever in, in school that was actually worth learning, and I never did it. I never did it in school, right? I never did it. And then once I got out of high school and I was going and I went into college and then like you start developing yourself more. And then I listened to Grant Cardone talking about uh, goals. Like you want to give yourself goals. Cause like, if you're not, if you're not going for a goal, you're not going towards that direction that you want to go down. And like, once I started writing goals, everything became crystal focused and clear or Chris, you know, crystal clear. And I was able to focus and that, you know, caused me to do whatever. But it, it, you got to just reflect on yourself, write yourself goals, like try to get to where you want to go down, down the, to your future. And it's, it's not easy. It, it, it really isn't. It took, it took me a while to actually really start. Um, Cause you, you start, you have beliefs, right? And especially if you're, if, if you're very political, your beliefs are, are set. Uh, you're going to, you're going to go towards one direction on a political side, depending on your beliefs and, and your values. So that's where, that's why I think politics is, is, it's hard because you're going against other people's beliefs and their values. Um, when you, when you start talking about different topics, so that's why it's very hard. I think that's why it becomes politics becomes so personal is because, you know, people can't reflect on themselves. Like you're, you're saying this one thing and like, it's true and people can't, you can't take it. Uh, I'm trying to get myself a little bit more comfortable. Cause like, Try not to slouch, uh, but so that's hard. So that's that. So we'll wrap that one up. Uh, reflecting on your, yourself every single day. I don't know if it was the most productive one of the topics, but uh, I managed to get through it. So what we're gonna do now is I'll talk about done deal investments, and then from there we'll uh, we'll just end it because I'm gonna eat real quick and I gotta go meet uh, this guy Danny. So. All right. So for anyone that doesn't know me, my name's Tyler Dunn with Dunn Deal Investments LLC, where the deal is already done. Uh, what this company does is it's creating another resource for homeowners that, uh, that are struggling financially. So this could be for anyone that's in like pre-foreclosure, the bank's about to take the property. Um, maybe you got liens on your property. You can't keep up. The city's kind of pounding you with liens and every single day the more money's being racked up. Uh, the other thing is job transfers. You, you gotta, you know, maybe you got a job, you have to leave within the, the next, the next week, within a week, basically. So you got to sell your house extremely fast. Um, maybe you're going through a very messy divorce and you just want to get, get rid of the house. You want to sell it really fast. Uh, it could also work with, um, like when you're inherited, uh, like property from someone, maybe that passed away, like a grandma a grandfather or like any family member and you're in the will and they passed you down the property. Uh, but how this works is it's a three-step process. The first step 
which is uh, we have to somehow communicate with each other. I prefer a phone. Like we, we actually talk on the phone just because it gives you a one-on-one. You'll get to know me a little bit better uh, as far as like meeting uh, one-on-one. And we'll go through the questions a lot faster because I got a bunch of questions uh, for your property to give me an understanding of what condition your property is in, um, what condi- or what financial situation you're actually in, and then how I can basically help you um, through, the, through the process by just talking to you. Uh, we can also do this if you really need to, text message, uh, email, uh, what else? Uh, social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, the second part of this, once we you know talk on somehow communicate with each other, um, the second part is scheduling a time for me to come and meet you at your property. And what I'm going to do is it'll give me, it'll make us meet in person so we can have more of a uh, physical interaction. You can ask me any questions you have so I can help you with that. Uh, the other thing is we're going to take five pictures inside the property and outside. And what that's going to do is when I go and uh, pair you with an investor, uh, we're going to send him the pictures of the property. And I'm going to have a sheet when I come and visit you uh, that's going to basically give me a rough estimate of like, all right, you got a roof that needs to be fixed. We have broken windows that need to be replaced. Uh, we have mold. Basically, anything that needs to be fixed, we're going to, we're going to put that on the sheet and it's going to give me an estimate uh, price cost. So when I go back home and I start doing research on the, the neighborhood and everything like that, it's going to give me a um, it's just going to give me an estimate cost. So when I go and go to the investor uh, and I can basically, you know, be like, all right, here's pictures of the property this is what the property looks like. This is the estimate cost that it's going to put for you to be able to put some capital into the property and get it to mint condition. So the investor knows what he's walking into. Uh, from there, I'm going to go home. I'm going to try to evaluate uh, and we're going to run comps on your neighborhood. We're going to try to get the three best properties that I've sold in the last couple of months in that area, in that particular neighborhood, wherever your property or home is. And that's how we're going to get the average price. And then from there, I'm going to obviously deduct what it's going to take to put it into mint conditions. So that's why I'm getting the estimate cost, why you know I want to give it to the investor. And that's where we're going to get, get the price uh, to offer you. So that's how that works. And then, um, then we just talk on the phone at that point, or I can, I can meet with you in person, uh, and we can discuss the terms and the policies that you need. And what this is going to do is then after that, uh, once we agree on the terms and the policies, we're going to put it under contracts. Then we're both going to sign. Let's say you're the seller. We're both going to sign the contract. Then I'm going to get the investor and the investor is going to sign and we're going to pay you cash. So you'll, you'll get the cash of the property that uh, we agreed on, on the, on the contract. And then um, you'll get out of your financial situation. We'll help you if you have liens, uh, maybe you have some money that needs to be uh, dealt with on the property. We'll figure out a way to get through that. And then the investor is going to take ownership of the home and the investor is going to put his own capital in and flip the property. So that's why the investor wants to get on in on the deal. He wants to flip uh, the property and make capital off it. And what's going to happen is the cool thing about this is, um, you know, not like a real estate agent, you're not going to pay me commission. So the investor is going to pay me the commission part on it and he's going to pay me for putting the deal together. Uh, for, for like basically like a, I call it a finder's fee because I'm basically just 
finding you the seller and then finding the investor and putting the deal together under contract. So that's really all it is. Um, but what it's doing is, uh, real quick before I get into the next part of it, but really all it is is uh, everyone wins on this deal. So the investor, obviously, the person that's going to buy the home is going to walk away and um, well, he's not going to walk away, but he's going to take ownership of the property, flip it and make a profit off it. So that's why he wants to, to physically um, go in there and, and do something like that. The seller himself or herself is going to walk away clean. So if you're going into like, let's say pre foreclosure, you have liens, uh, it's going to, it's going to completely clear all that stuff. So you're not going to be in, you're not going to be in the struggle anymore and you're going to walk away with cash to go get another property. How, uh, you know, my company is going to benefit done deal investments LLC is I'm going to make a commission profit off of it for putting the deal together, for getting you and the investor together and making the deal go through smoothly. So all three people in the deal are going to walk away and they're going to benefit out of the deal. Um, the reason you know, I wanted to do, you know, the reason I created Done Deal Investments uh, LLC is, is really because I needed something where I could, I always wanted to help more people. And so creating Done Deal Investments would give an opportunity, which it's, it's called wholesale real estate. But uh, what most people do is they do this part-time. I really want to get to a point where I can get this going and I can build it. So it's a, it's, it's more than just kind of matching a seller and an investor. I really want to get it to a point where I can get, uh, let's say you're the seller. I can get you from out of the financial situation, then go find you another property to invest your money into to live and then inspect that home and just basically keep going down the line to ensure that you don't have to go to someone else. Uh, so that way it's not too difficult for the, the seller to get to the next, the next spot where they need to be. Um, and that, you know, it's going to take time. It's going to take some, some cap, you got to build some capital. It's going to take me some time to get uh, hands on in like the different elements and fields of, you know, the niches. Cause it's going to probably require more of like, um, like real estate license, uh, to be able to go and find you a property and like negotiate off another property. Uh, it's, that's really what you need the real estate license for on that part is like, if you know, I'd probably have to get more like real estate agents on the, on the, on the team. Um, and then obviously go and get like a home inspections license to, you know, go and inspect the homes. Uh, and, and basically just because the, the biggest problem that, uh, the seller is going to face once they do this is they're going to have to reach out to different companies to do different things. So like if you wanted, I get you out of the financial situation, then you have to go and find a real estate agent to go find you another place. You need someone to go and find you the next, the next best thing that's going to meet your budget and your needs to go live or a place to go live. Uh, so rather than you going to like five different real estate agents and finding the best one, um, I figured why not just make it where my company could just do that for you. And then what you're also going to want to do is when you go and buy a home, you're going to want to get it inspected and make sure that when you invest your money into the property, uh, once you, you know, once you own it, cause you're probably going to have to go through, uh, you're probably going to have to go and get a mortgage, um, or some type of loan to buy the house, maybe depending on what, you know, how much, how much money you get off the deal and what kind of property you're looking at. Uh, but you you might have to, and maybe you don't want to put the full amount of money down, even like, let's say you got enough money from done deal investments, from the cash part of it, 
and you wanted to go find another um, place to go live, maybe you don't want to put the full amount of money down. You want to put a little bit of money down and use the other money for something else. So what I'm trying to do is, is get it so where instead of you going to like five different other people after the deal, we could just keep on going down the line and like you just have one straight resource that'll do everything for you. Uh, and that's something that it's something that's definitely going to take time to build up, but that's, that's my, that's my big goal. Like that's the big idea with done deal investments is just to keep adding different elements that the seller would really need. Um, and then, you know, maybe something on the back end for like an investor, but like, I, like the more I talk about it, the more I think like, damn, like I could probably add this and help this person. But, um, the point of the matter is like, I'm not there yet. Like it's, it's, it's not it's not there where I can physically get you out of here and then move you to like seven different other areas. It's, it's right now we're just trying to help people that are distressed sellers, someone that really needs to get out of the financial situation and needs to sell the house extremely fast. That's what it is right now. But, um, uh, so yeah, so, so all it is is matching a seller and an investor and then creating a deal. And that's why, that's why, uh, the slogan for done deal investments LLC is where the deal is already done. So I tried to be a little clever and use my last name because people uh, people basically mock me for having the last name Dunn, D-U-N-N. -N. Uh, and that's and that's basically why I wanted to use like a, because like, I, like, I think it was actually my friend Eric who always would say like, it's a done deal. And then I'd always hear people talk, like people would always say, yeah, it's a done deal. And it just, to me, it was, it was a way to be kind of funny to break the ice with people, but at the same time, like using my, my name creatively. Um, and a lot of successful people, they, they use their name as like a, they're building like an en uh, enterprise basically. So they're, they use like use their last name basically. That's why I wanted to use done. And I knew like I could use a funny catchphrase like done deal or it's a done deal or done deal investments because it's like, you know, people, people are automatically catch on to that. It's not, it's not hard to understand. Uh, it's, it's kind of funny and it breaks the ice. Um, so yes, yeah, so that's a little bit about done deal investments. Let me get that out of there. So I think that's all. I think I'm going to wrap it up here. Uh, if, if you're someone that wants to uh, meet up, I'm trying to fill up the calendar behind me and just get as many, um, different dates. I'm leaving halfway through, I believe, around the 25th or the 20, well, not maybe not the 26th. I think it's the 27th I'm leaving and I'm going to be gone for about a week. I'm going to DC, Washington, DC with my girlfriend. So I'm going to be gone for a straight week and then we'll come back and, um, you know, I'll start doing more of the live streams. <coughs> Excuse me. I mean a burp, but, uh, so that, you know, then I'll come back and I'll start doing the live streams. I might even try to do the live streams while I'm up there. It just depends on like how much time we have. Cause some of the stuff we have to do is like, you know, early in the morning, like decently early. And then, uh, you know, I don't know if I'm going to be back by six 30 to do them and we'll see what happens. I'll, I'll try to do something while I'm up there. I'll definitely like do some, uh, streaming with her up there. But if you just want to meet up, talk business, talk, you know, anything, just get to know a different type of person and get yourself, uh, more confident by talking to other people, uh, reach out to me and I, and I'm totally, I'm totally down to meet anyone. It, it, I don't care your race your you know, background. Uh, maybe you're just someone that wants to somehow figure out how to get, uh, to one of these topics better, uh, sit down, you know, let's sit down, let's have a discussion and let's get to, let's meet new people. 
Uh, but all right, guys, my name is Tyler Dunn with Dunn Deal Investments LLC, where the, Dun or where the deal is already done. Have a great rest of your uh, Monday, and I'll see you guys Wednesday. Peace. Okay.